Hello and you're welcome to this week's Backdoor Hurling Show. On today's show we have Sky Sports journalist Brian Barry previewing all this weekend's hurling games and then in part two of the show we have an interview coming up with Offaly senior hurling captain Ben Keneally. Here with Sky Sports journalist Brian Barry. I suppose Brian, a lot of talk has been about the current system of the hurling leagues. What's your thoughts on it so far? Look at Division One um, Group A from last weekend. Cork and Waterford. There was obviously a big talking point. Cork hit two goals early on, but it was great to see Waterford back hurling well because we you know the last two or three years they failed to win a game in the championship. So a win over Cork is going to do their confidence no harm. last weekend which 
players like uh, now we're quite didn't work out for Nelly Hutchinson last weekend, but judging by the performances he put in and the poor Valley the last few months, he's certainly worked right again and given him a few games at the top level and seeing how he fares. Um, but Kieran Bennett, as well, seeing Bennett play very well as well Patrick Curran. These guys are forwards that they need to be getting more out of. We know that they're not producing the right teams the quality that they did that minor win in 2013 and then the 21 win in 2016. But those hurlers, those guys with all their medals in their pocket, they're still young and they're still in the prime, so prime of their career, so there's no reason why they can't. Like, it just it fell flat for a variety of reasons for Watford, but at the same time, there's no reason to suggest that they can't click this year under Liam Cahill. And looking at Cahill, he's like, arguably, he, he was favourite to get the Tipperary senior job after Mick Ryan stepped away on the he kind of came in as a left field candidate at the end hour. But stood up last year and kept his head down, stuck with the under 20s, and he won another unlikely All Ireland. So, like, he's gone down there, he has the CV, he has the credentials. It looks so far very early days, but it looks like it's something that certainly could work. And Watford, their team, does. It's very easy to forget because they've gone 8 9 championship games without a win, but this was a team less than two and a half years ago that were competing in an all Ireland final and were very close to beating Galway in that all Ireland final. So they're they're not going away yet, but um they'd be one to watch certainly during the league and as you mentioned and as we were uh, mentioned just a brief moment ago, this league probably does hold different importance for different teams, but what for their teams who could do with a good league. Having said that the caveat being they don't look rosy in the garden. Uh, last April or last March when they beat Galway in the league semi-final and their their 2019 campaign unraveled quite quickly after that but um, yeah I, I think they are teams who need a few wins under the belt and a big home win against Cork will have done their confidence no harm whatsoever Then there's uh, Limerick and Tipperary it was obviously a funny game um, Tipperary were 14-6 up at half time and then Limerick came out in the second half and were just completely a different team. You can either look at it one way of saying um, Limerick's character is very good, but you can also look at Tip that they fell asleep, but it might be no harm because there would have been a lot of hype about Tipperary if they did get that win. So I suppose there's two ways you can really look at it. Yeah, um, they, uh, I, I don't think Limerick would be losing too much sleep whatsoever. Uh, this Tipperary team this year got to be judged. Nobody's got to remember if they run through the league and win this and win every game by 10 points or if they collapse in the league, the, the ultimate barometer of their 2020 success is how they do in the championship. And it'll do no harm if you look at the last few years, even 2017, they absolutely flew through that league as All-Ireland champions. And coming into that final against Galway, they were a bit talked up, they were almost a bit talked up as this is Kilkenny now they're in, it's like Kilkenny 10 years ago, or early on the cusp of rattling off a few all earnings in a row, and it just, it didn't quite happen for them, they got a bad beating in the league final, and they, they didn't recover in time to, uh, and lost the Munster Township opener at home to Cork as well, so, um, I don't think they're lucky in Chile, he, he knows what he needs to get out of this league, he, he already found young players last year, just about those guys a chance, Paddy Cadell, Mercio, Jake Morris, um, Jerome Cahill and other Willie Connors, these guys who actually showed last year in uh, bits and sports at 4 to 21 to 20 the last few years that they're well capable of making the 
just about getting game time into them and Cheney again with the team is named for Cork this uh, Saturday night and that's uh, like he's looking to do that again so I don't think uh, overly concerned with this league in terms of Limburg it's no harm uh, getting a big win under the belt just purely after uh, I suppose winter malcontent we'll put it that way just at back end of the pitch they went out they won that Munster Senior League they went out they, were, they won the their league opener away to Tipperary but as I said Tim and Limerick will meet a few, at least one or two more times this year and uh, again I uh, don't think whatever the results of those games later in the year the Munster Championship perhaps later in the Munster Final or in the Arnold Series nobody will remember too much about that match then the final game in that group was Galway and Westmead. Galway obviously hammered um, Westmead. Um, and Shane O'Neill is beginning to give some new players a run. Um, TJ Brennan in the corner. And Darren Morris, he was obviously there last year, coming in for his second year. Jeremy Kilcommons on the wing. And Ty Cairn starting to make more of a mark for Galway. But I suppose the one thing for Shane O'Neill is he has to find new players. Obviously, Johnny Glynn's going to be unavailable nowhere than Joseph Cooney yet. Gore really have to find some new players because last year it really caught them out in the Leinster Championship, so I suppose that'll be his main aim. Uh, well, yeah, I think it didn't work out for them for a variety of reasons in that 2019 Championship, but at the same time, Kilkenny finished one or two points above them in, uh, in points difference. They all finished in five points. Kilkenny got to an all-earned final. Wexford, again, similar points to them. They went on and won the Leinster and pushed Tipperary very close in the All-Ireland semi-final. So, Golden might have been far away, they just didn't get to rub it green. But you're right in terms of Lee Donahue, who's probably, on reflection, has um, one of the shortcomings of they'd imagine that he'd do differently. Is you need to change a winning team. Um, that was Brian Cody's strength at Kikemi's pop, no matter every single year. There was no credit in the bank for any players, and he was always looking to bring in one or two new faces. And it's a hard thing to do because you're coming off a winter where these guys have won all stars, these guys have done the business in the biggest game in the country. And for a county like Galway, who hadn't done it in 29 years, was always going to be very difficult to make up. Having said that, they came within an inch of that, of retaining their honour and final on the loss, or titles on the loss to Limerick. But you're right, they probably do need an injection of a few young guys now. And there have been guys hanging around the panel. Brian Kincannon is another one who didn't really have any final down the starting place and is probably capable of making the step up. But having said that, if you're going out with the same 15 that won the All Ireland, which was three years ago now, they're not going to get very far. But at the same time, they still are the main men right now. And you'd wonder, does Shane O'Neill, if he got to find somebody who is going to really break into that team and make a big statement? I saw him a few weeks ago in the Walsh Cup. And it was the same guys, it was Ron McInerney, a centre-back, and Connell Mannion, even in the January day, who were notably head and shoulders above a lot of the younger guys. So, look, Galway probably one to watch. On Westmead, then, as I say, I feel a bit sorry for them in terms of Shane O'Brien coming in. He was with them last year, so there's obviously that bit of continuity. He was working under Joe Quaid, he's got the top job himself now. I feel a bit sorry for them in the way that, if you look across at the other kind of Joe McDonough teams or teams who've been in the Joe McDonough the last few years, Leach and Carlo, um, they've got each other up there probably, that's got to be their honour in the final, so to speak, for the spring 
in uh, Group B, obviously, Wexford and Leach was a bit of a battle. Wexford obviously don't have Leach in and Matthew Hanlon for the league. They're huge losses, um, obviously. Leach have had a number of departures. Um, Picky Mare, obviously, the most notable. Do you think Leash can build on last year? Or do you think with these absentees they're going to find it hard? Um, question, I suppose, and what is building? Um, is it, I imagine building on it is um, staying in the Leinster Championship and finishing fifth, which is a massive ask. I think that opens a broader question. I think about the Leinster Championship, I think um, it could be a big benefit of having a team in the Leinster Championship that wouldn't add any extra weekends. There's no fear that, of course, teams wouldn't get their by weekends, but that gives the teams coming up from the John McDonough. They're not just being sent to the lines and out on the highs and the nothing. They're heading up there and they're actually just, there'll be a meaningful game in there and there's a realistic chance of staying up, I suppose, rather than just being in with Dublin, Wexford, Galway and Kilkenny. Especially with Leash. Galway got burned badly um, for the fact they only beat Carlo by six points in the first round of Leinster Championship last year. It looked at the time that, here look, okay, whatever a win is a win, but as it transpired on the final day, that's probably what did cost them because they lost out on points difference because the Redbird team beat, uh, beat Carlo by that bit more than them. So um, they got burned badly. I think that, that's a lesson to all the teams of Leinster that they want to go out and rack up big scores. And said that, of course, to go to the caveat is they at least beat Dublin last year so it'll be interesting this weekend I think Dublin will want to send out a bit of a statement when they play them in Parnell Park um, to go out and not only to beat them but try to beat them well because they know that if Leach come in closer if Leach get a result this weekend then Leach are going to come back to Parnell Park in the championship with a bit of a pep in their step and a bit of confidence saying we have these guys we've got the Indians going over these guys but um, in terms of league goals for Leach Absolutely, I think they're the same as Carlo, I think they're the same as um, Westmead. They just want to see up if they can get a result somewhere, well and good, but uh, there already seems to be a bit of a gap appearing in Monday in terms of Wexford, Clare and Kilkenny all wrapped up big wins. So um, there, there is that, so it's going to be tough for them. Wexford, it's probably a bit early in the year, yes, to really gauge them. They went out to win the World Cup. They're not going to be stats them at the crossroads anytime soon. I don't think celebrating World Cup victories now in the context of their Leinster win last year, but at the same time, they're not going to turn it down either. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they go, but uh, we'll reserve judgment on Wexford until uh, later in the year, I think. Kilkenny then in Dublin, uh, obviously a lot of talking points there. Brian Cody has again found another few youngsters. I suppose Billy Ryan's been there for a while, but probably one of the best games to play for Kilkenny last weekend. Michael Carey on the wing, David Blanchfield. Obviously with DJ Carey involved, there's been a number of Kilkenny under twenties called in. They still have the Ballyhale and the Tullerone and the Kohini Shamrocks lads to come back. Um that's a game really you should have felt Dublin should have got something out with the number of absentees uh Kilkenny were missing. Yeah, that's not even to mention Richie Hogan and Paul Murphy who aren't there either. Paul Murphy's obviously away on army duty in this league. And um, so like you were kinda of, if you were Dublin you were probably thinking that they were going into it with a better space. albeit that Dublin probably um, has still have a lot of players involved. Uh we're playing Fitzgibbon Cup at U C D and D for U this week and I'm less. They're probably coming down it would have been disappointing, especially 
from play and was uh, pretty reliable. That's what they don't have that right now. And they find one during this league campaign. Tell to tell. Keith Berwin performed well for the underage teams last year. Had a good chance with Craig here on that come in. John Hederson is there, there, but he's been, he's been quite inconsistent. Um, this guy's word already. Eamon Dillon has shown in bits and spurts, although he has been quite inconsistent in terms of he can come in and out again. So it's hard to know when looking at Dublin where they're going to be this year, but they do, I think, uh, they'll need a, a win against the Mexico World Player in the next few weeks. Um, so Kenny, business as usual, and my colleagues will have been delighted given the fact that not only is missing so many people, but the guys in behind coming in behind were actually showed they're well capable of stepping up to the level and he actually has a bit of a squad now beating Dublin by 12 points and no mean beat at home at this perfect start of the year. So uh, they'll be looking to build on that. Then there was uh, Claire and Carlo. Um, it was really one-way traffic here. Um, Brian Lohan sent out a statement uh, in his first game at home and Jerry Clare in the perfect way to get off with a winning start like that. Yeah, um, I think uh, probably a big year for Clare in terms of um, 20, uh, 2018, they came so close, 2019 they tailed off. And having said that, they know they won too far away in 2019 at the Munster Championship, even though they, um, they, they took two bad beatings to different Nimrod Cups. They went in and they got two wins and had on that last day. Had Limerick turned over to Bernaria and Carlos, they would have gone through with Cork and Spence in the Munster Championship. So it's, it's uh, the one fair off. They've just missed out on the head to head. Or was it a sorry, points difference? So they're, as I say, they're um, a big loss is Peter Duggan this year. They've got to have to compensate somehow. Uh, probably need to get a bit more um, from their other forwards. Not completely rely on John Conlon because we saw. In those two games he got beaten last year, that Pip and Limerick were able to kind of bottle up and do a job on Conlon, and they didn't have too many ball winners elsewhere, so they're going to have to produce that and get a bit more from their other forwards. But as I say, it's early days for Brian Lohan, he's coming in, he did a job basically with Carlo, there's nothing really to write home about. It'll be interesting now this weekend, uh, Wexford might be a bit more of a set going down to Wexford Park, Wexford away, we know. forward to this weekend and state of predictions um, the first game of the weekend um, Cork and Tipperary tonight um, how do you see this one going Brian? Uh, well, again I think it's hard to know I think 
because I'm not going to say shadow boxing, I think. But at the same time, they're both coming off a loss. They both want to win. It was, it was, it was a poor display from Cork, I think, last weekend. I think the two goals mastered. But for 68, 69 minutes, they, um, they were convincingly outplayed. So um, that'll have worried here in Kingston. Having said that, he's still bringing guys back in. He's still throwing the squad together. And, you know, we've seen the last few years in the league, obviously going back to his home county um, he was in the running for the Limerick job with John Coyley that time he obviously wants to go down to his home county and prove a win Limerick have rested Aaron Glan and Keane Lynch on the bench so go here should be expecting that one but Limerick won't want to lose either at home so it's a tough one to call Walford and Westmead. Westmead will obviously want to keep it tight and try and make a game out of Walford. Walford will obviously want to back up the Cork win and probably get this game finished early enough. Yeah. Wexford and Clare, there's a lot of hatred between Brian Lohan and Davy Fitz in a Fitzgibbon game. There's been a lot talked about it. Not either manager is going to want to lose this one. Um, especially some of the Clare players with a couple of issues they had with Davy Fitz before he left. Um, this is probably it's probably one of the toughest games to call this weekend. Davy is a man who, again, just like John Coyle, has put a lot of stock in the 
looking around, there's, there's some teams who might just, as we mentioned, like Tipperary aren't somebody who's got to hang their hopes or do their 2020 hopes on the league battle. But Bradford are a team who can come in and also similarly fair. I don't think they'll win the league just purely because the new manager coming in and doing a bit of rebuilding to do, they need to find one or two players and compensate for the loss of Peter Dublin, as I mentioned. But yeah, I guess it's a bit disappointing and yeah, asking for a tip. Dublin Leash then in Pennell Park. Leash obviously defeated Dublin last year in the Championship. There's been a lot of criticism about Dublin and questions have been asked how good are this Dublin team outside of Pennell Park? You'd obviously expect yeah. a backlash this weekend from the Dubs and to go out and prove a point. Yeah, well, um, I, I suppose uh, like, it is a valid question how good Final game then, Kilkenny and Cairo. Bit like Waterford and Westmead. It's really what you're thinking is how much are Kilkenny um, going to win this one by? Brian, there's been a motion, I think it's next week, that the sin bin to be introduced in Hurling. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Thank you. 
different sports and that just because something works in football it won't necessarily work in hurling. I wouldn't bring it in straight in across the board. I think it, it probably needs something like a trial phase like it was given in the football last year before being brought straight in and said that other alternatives people are saying uh, more penalties for single fouls award uh, different kinds of freeze etc but it is a problem, there's no doubt. We've seen somebody like Colin Fenley, somebody who frequently gets kind of pulled and dragged to his jersey. His jersey always seems to have that bit extra durability. But um, I definitely give a nod to it, although with the caveat that I don't think it should just be brought in across the board straight away. I think there has to be some sort of trial period, <clears throat> or excuse me, a body of evidence built up, etc., so they can actually make a um, correct judgment call with, um, with a bit of evidence to back it up. Here at Offaly, senior hurling captain Ben Keneally. Ben, what's it like to be back hurling with Offaly in 2020? Uh, it's good now, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's exciting. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've a lot to look forward to ahead of us this year. So it was, it was kind of nice to get back, back into the swing of things now this year, especially kind of finishing up the way I did last year. But no, it's exciting now. What kind of approach has Michael Fenley brought towards Offaly? Obviously, Johnny Kelly is also involved, and we've seen the success he's had with Portumna, Barsley, any club really he's been at, he's brought success. Is Would he be the coach now, um, which he did here? There's obviously a lot of players driving this on, but when you look at the last day, you had a real battle with me and Liam Langton, uh, Ushin Kelly and Owen Cahill and Thomas Garrity were obviously impressive up top. I suppose for you now as awfully, you need someone need someone new stepping up every day to kind of drive it on and bring Offaly Hurling back to where it should be. Yeah, and I, I think like, one good thing about this year is Has the Kyo Cup winning that given you a bit of belief? Because it's great winning matches, but you want to win a trophy. And you obviously blooded a good few players in that. And you got had a real battle as well in the final against Antrim. Has that given you uh, a bit of belief now uh, heading into Division 2 of the league? It did. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think someone told me it was the first trophy. I think I've won in 11 years. You know, and to a lot of people, I suppose... Even some probably don't, to a lot of young lads like myself, you know, something like that, we probably won't really realise how big of an impact it can have on, on, on the county, you know. Um, likewise, with football, 
a pre-season trophy behind us. It, it is a real um, confidence booster and really, you know, gets us going into the league and into the Champions this year. Did the win over Mead last weekend kind of teach you where you're at now and where you want to get? I, I, I think it did, yeah. It, I suppose one thing we really learned from it was, you know, we can't, <coughs> we can't be taking any team for granted uh, where we are. You know, we're at, we're at the level we are because we're, we're small, we know, it's, it's our doing that we're there. No one else's fault, you know, we, we, we have to be good enough. So for us, it's, not, it's, it's about realising where we are and building on that and working on that and not 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 be, uh, not be taking any team for granted so I think we probably stepped up a bit in the first half or sorry not the second half and, and allowed me to really get a, a, a second you know a perfect patch on a second wind and so it was, it, it was a tough picture to kind of grind out but I suppose it did just give us a, 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 an eye opener to say we can't take any team for granted is it good now to see the young lads coming through? Obviously, Offaly had a terrific win in the under-20 Leinster Championship against Dublin last year, and there's Conor Langton and Brian Dignan in there now. Is it good to see that bit of youth coming into the county team now as well? It is. It's, 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 it's great to see, I suppose. <laughs> I used to think that was young. It's like you do. It's magic. You look up now and realise you're not the youngest there anymore. So... Obviously, as a player, there was so many issues last year in the Offaly senior hurling camp. Um, what was your thoughts on the problems that occurred last year? This year, uh, for you, obviously, no Shane Dooley and Joe Bergen. You're not feeling their loss so far, but they're obviously two high caliber players that you didn't want to lose at the start of the year. Back so he, I really learned a lot from the bat, as a back point of view how to 
you know, you're marking one of the best hurlers and in the county level you could mark. So he has a big impact uh, uh, to have him dressed in and, and not having him there is the last place. suppose it, it's kind of opening up a lot of opportunities for some of the older lads to now kind of step up, you know. Um, uh, lads so older me, like myself, that's been there for the last couple of years. It's just kind of any new lads in the panel now, it's up to us to just get them on board and, 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 and show them what way to kind of do things and, and, and you know, things like that. Is there a sense of revenge this weekend that you wanted to beat Kerry, especially since they relegated you down to the Christie Ring Cup? Are you really eager to get one over them now this weekend? Uh, I suppose, I suppose every, every team would kind of be eager, all right. Um, but look, you can't really be too, you can't get too overhyped for it, and, and you, you might end up forgetting about the game and your game plan and different things like that. You just kind of have to take this face value of them. You know, they're our next step in, uh, in, the, in the league. They're the team we need to beat. Um, just kind of focusing. You know, obviously, the last, last year, we, we, you know, make myself, we, we, we'll be back in mind, you know, they did relegate us. But as a whole, you just, really just kind of focus more so on just getting the victory and, and not being taking too much for revenge and, and things like that. Obviously, Kerry have a really high-quality team. You look at the forwards, the Boyles, uh and Shane Conway, um, Shane Nolan's back this year as well for them. So it's it's going to be a huge battle really against Kerry, and you can't really be taking Anton for granted heading down to Chile. No, and uh, you know after that's the thing from last year we have a lot of the same panel, so we can kind of bring that experience from last year to um, you know back onto the panel. But this year to realise you know you can't say they are a very strong team. They've a lot. They've a lot of good players. They showed that last year, throughout the championship. Um, Peter O'Connor used to. He was he was a previous manager of mine in the club, so I know how good of a manager he is. Um, so yeah, you, you really can't take you, you can't take any any team nowadays for granted. You know, um, at our level, there's very little between every team. Um, so it, it, most games will end up being a battle, um, which is what you want. So you know, you can't really take too much for granted now. Is it good preparation uh, before the Christie Ring that you're playing teams, some teams that are competing in the Joe McDonough Cup? Um, do you feel that is uh, good preparation? Um, I, I, I suppose if, 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 if you can look at it that way, all right, yeah. But, you know, last year we, we, when we were in the league, we were playing teams that were, you know, with the, I, I, I don't know, you know, they're ahead of us, that leash. Um, Kenya, I think last year I can't really remember, but you know, we're playing teams that were a better standard of team than we were, and then we went into championship and we you know we got relegated. So it, it could kind of look at it like it's a good thing, but you know, all you can really do is just, like I said earlier on, just take every game as, 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 as what's in front of you, and, and take every team and what's in front of you, and just, just try and, you know, try and beat them. That's all really. What's the aim uh, this year for the Offaly Senior Hurlers? And 
what's the reaction to the Christy Ring draw? You're obviously you've Sligo, Wicklow, and Derry in your grip. Um, I, uh, you know, we haven't really been talking too much about it. Um, as a team, you know, we're we're we're, we're in the league stages at the moment, so our main focus really is league. Uh, we haven't talked too much about championship. Um, it's kind of early for it, yeah. Now probably coming after the league. Now we'll we'll be looking at down for our right. But as of now, we haven't really talked too much about it. Um, Michael Dignan was obviously appointed chairman and was talked a lot about. Um, had the helped um, the awfully senior hurling team so far in any way? Um, just, you know, he's, I suppose a, a chairman. A lot of people kind of think chairmen's kind of would get as involved as much as they can, but you know, some of them don't. You know, they don't want to be stepping on too many toes either. So. Hopefully, public started to get behind you now. sense motivation for you this year because people are writing awfully off they don't think they can back can get back to where they were do you want to go out and prove everyone wrong this year Finally, Ben, can you just spill a few beans on some of the awfully senior hurling team? Uh, who would you say is the best dressed? Best in training.
worst in training? And uh, biggest shaper? Oh, Liam Langton. Definitely Liam 